But we want to do something, like I said, a little bit different today. We're kind of going to jump out of the sermon series on the Lord's Prayer. And we want to talk about what is happening right now in the church in the midst of all the changes that we are facing. And part of our, the story is really, you know, we serve this unchanging God in the midst of great changes in our culture. But, you know, that has always been the way things are. And we need to understand that. It's really part of living in the world today that has always been. You know, it's interesting. There was a song in 1964 written uh, by a group called The Birds. And um, this was probably their biggest hit that they ever had. And, uh, you know, the lyrics go like this. It says, to everything, turn, turn, turn. That was the name of the song, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose under heaven. You know, it goes on, and of course you may have heard the song. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to reap, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to laugh, a time to weep. I don't know if they went that deep at the end, but that's what it was. Or maybe you like Bob Dylan. You know, his song, of course, is the times, they are a-changing. So this idea of change has kind of been around. You know, it's interesting on that song, Turn, 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 though it was a 1965 hit, it was actually, the lyrics came some 2,950 years before. They almost identically quoted from the book of Ecclesiastes and the third chapter. Let me just read a portion of that. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. They go down this long laundry list of changing things that are changing in our world. And it goes on and says, I have seen the burden that God has laid on mankind. He has made everything beautiful in its time, but he has also set eternity into the hearts of men. And so we see this nature of Uh, You know, God is basically telling us, even from 3,000 years ago, that change is here to stay. It seems like the only constants in this world, church, are uh, God and change. And so how are we navigating the changes that are coming toward us? What is it like to serve a changeless God in the midst of all the changes that we're facing? You know, Hebrews 13.8 tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever we know again from the book of hebrews that everything in this world that can be shaken will be shaken but the kingdom of god cannot be shaken we learn in matthew chapter 7 when he's talking about the wise and the foolish builders and the wise builder builds his life upon the rock because when the storms and the changes of this life come uh, their their life will still stand because if you build on the sand it's all going to come crumbling down And so we need to understand that we're being called to serve a changeless God in the midst of great changes that are happening. You see, the world keeps turning, turning, turning. And things keep happening. You know, the clock turns, turns, turns. Time turns, turns, turns. Seasons turn, turn, turn. And in the midst of these turns, we need to turn to God. And that's really what we want to talk about today a little bit about what's happening in our church right now how we've been managing and walking through the different uh, changes and challenges that have have been coming toward us and today you're going to just kind of treat it like a family meeting you know 
I know for some of you that maybe were wanting to watch a sermon, uh, you know, just I really ask you to bear with us as we go through just things that are going on in our world, in our context, and how we're managing that time. So I'm going to pray right now, and uh, then we're going to start talking a little bit more about this. So Father, we just thank you that in the midst of change, you are a changeless God. And we thank you that we can anchor ourselves to you, Lord. You have provided us an ability to connect to you, to trust you, to know that you have all things under control, even when everything around us seems to be moving and shaking. We are so grateful for your goodness, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And just a moment, I'm going to invite Pastor Peter to come and join us. So, Pastor Peter, thank you that you're uh, here with us today. And uh, I just really wanted you to come and to share a little bit about kind of the journey of where the church has uh, had to navigate some things. And so you're going to share just some kind of numbers and different things that are going on. But I'm going to turn that over to you to kind of lead us that way. Well, thanks, Pastor Greg. You're exactly right. It's been a tremendous season of change, unbelievably. Um, First thing I'd like our church family to know, and uh, really anybody else who is watching, is that uh, the church has been in a similar season to all of you, uh, just meticulously reviewing all aspects of church finance. And uh, I wish you could know, church family, just the tremendous amount of prayer and consideration that has gone into the decisions that have been made. Uh, I've heard you say, Pastor Greg, so many times, uh, our elders and our deacons in our church are really second to none. These are unbelievable uh, men and women of God. And uh, we're just so thankful for their prayer, for their support uh, in this season. So there are three areas that I'm going to touch on very briefly. Uh, I want to talk about our rentals, about our staffing, and about our new church facility. Uh, So these are three areas where we have seen a lot of change uh, these last three weeks, or six weeks really, since the pandemic started, and we're going to continue to see change uh, in the next few months. Now, on a positive note, we no longer have to pay rent at the Mournville Cultural Center, uh, at the school in Bonacord, and at the school in Rochester. Uh, The cost of rent decreased between February, which was our last normal month of operations, uh, and May, which is where we are in today. I can't believe we're in May. But we've seen a decrease of 58%. And uh, the only building that we are still renting is our church office on the main street in Mournville. But up until today, our costs have decreased by $7,000 per month. And get this, by the middle of June, rent will be completely eliminated in our Mournville location. And so $11,500 per month, again, this is approximate, and rent will no longer be required. Uh, now, Pastor Greg, again, is going to highlight in a moment uh, several staffing changes that we've made recently and over the past month. Uh, none of these were made lightly. Again, uh, careful planning and a lot of prayer went into these decisions. Uh, Again, February was our last normal month with our staff and with our payroll. Uh, We didn't know that a pandemic was coming, but since then we've been in a transition phase with varying degrees of change happening over the spring months. Uh, But what I want the church family to know is that by June 1st, payroll will have decreased by 25%. 25% removing about $11,000 per month from staff salary expenses. 
And so to quickly recap with you, uh, we won't be paying $11,500 in rent this summer. The leadership team went through the difficult process of decreasing staff expenses by $11,000. And so $22,500, that is a significant change. Change, change, change is happening. But then a whole new reality sets in. In just over a month, we're going to begin paying the full mortgage on our new church facility in Mournville. And uh, with it, of course, we'll have things like insurance, utilities, cleaning, maintenance. Uh, There's a host of other things that we're planning and preparing for at our new building. And so we're estimating a cost of about $26,000 per month. And truthfully, it might actually even be more than that. It could be closer to $28,000 or $30,000 per month at the new building. And so the entire amount that I just mentioned, the uh, $22,500 per month between rent and staffing changes is going to be completely reallocated to our mortgage and to our building costs. Uh, the mortgage, of course, is a, it's a non-negotiable target that we need to consider and we need to plan for. Uh, but let me tell you, Pastor Greg, our, our church, man, continues to be faithful and generous. We are so blessed uh, church family by you. Giving was slightly down in the month of March uh, while everybody adjusted to online giving platforms, but giving was actually higher in April. We saw an increase in April. And so really the commitment of the church family right now has been amazing. And we are so thankful uh, for your generosity. It's making such a difference right now. Awesome. And, um, and just after you're done, Peter, we're going to get you to pray in just a minute, but uh, um, we're going to hear from uh, Pastor Maddie and Ashley after this. But, um, you know, I just really want to commend our, our, our staff and our leadership for navigating through these things so incredibly, our church family for their continued faithfulness in giving. And, uh, you know, wow, what a, what a time to be uh, alive. You know, I want you to understand something. We are actually carrying the largest and highest debt load in the history of our church because we're carrying mortgages and we're carrying rent. And so that we've been able to navigate this is just a testimony to the faithfulness of our leaders and our people. Like, I I just want you to celebrate. I want you to thank God for his goodness in the midst of these changes. It's uh, an astounding accomplishment, church. Well done. So, Pastor Peter, why don't I get you to pray for the church family and for the leadership right now? All right. Okay. Well, God, we just thank you that you are with us in the middle of a pandemic and at the most expensive point in our church history. (laughs) God, you are so good. And uh, as Pastor Greg said, and as, as it was already said, God, in my report, we are so thankful for our elders, for our deacons. God, I thank you for Pastor Greg, the whole leadership team. Uh, Lord, again, for our accounts management team. Lord, you are so good. And in the midst of it all, we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your leadership. You are moving upon each individual staff member each individual leader in our church, you are leading us in the way that we should go. And God, your plans are good. Lord, we can look to the future with great hope and excitement and joy, saying, God, you are so good to us. And so we rejoice. We are thankful, God, uh, for everything that you are doing. God, we say yay and amen to your plan and your purpose going forward. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to hear from... uh... Pastor Maddie and Ashley in just a few minutes.
It's great to be here with uh, Pastor Maddie and Ashley, and I'm just going to let them share uh, a little bit of a story right now. Thanks, Pastor Greg. It's, uh, of course, great to be here with you on the couch. Awesome. We did this at Christmas. And of course, my wife, Ashley, and uh, all of you here watching from home or wherever you are, thanks for having us. And uh, can you believe, Pastor Greg, it was 12 years ago that you did the wedding for Ashley and I here in Morinville? Come on. And our wedding is strong and healthy. Our marriage is strong and healthy after all these years. But it was 12 years ago that uh, I actually came and arrived in Canada to marry my beautiful wife. And we got married, and at that point, the church was supporting Ashley. Uh, the missions council of this church was supporting Ashley uh, as she was serving the Lord uh, for, for quite a long time in Jamaica, in the inner city there. And uh, Ashley and I came here to be married before transitioning to South Africa to do some overseas missions, and, and we felt called to go to South Africa. And we also spent some time in Jamaica and Australia. But during our time abroad, we felt the Spirit of the Lord leading us to Canada, back to little old Morinville. And uh, it was uh, at that time that we came back, not even knowing what God had in store for us, but we knew that he was changing the direction of our life. Um, And it was something to the effect that Pastor Greg said to uh, Ashley and I, we went for lunch one day because he knew we were back in town. And he said something to the effect of this, uh, we don't really have a job for you here in the church, but we kind of feel like God's calling you to be a part of this local church. And we would love to work out creative ways to see you come on board and and serve with us. And that spoke to us. Isn't that right, Ash? That God was leading us to the local church ministry. And that was uh, 10 years ago, this January, we passed our 10-year anniversary of being a part of the Morinville Christian Fellowship and the Father's House Church. And during that time, we have had such an the honor and joy of serving amongst you and serving on this uh, this amazing church team in this incredible community. And we've seen a, quite a diverse group of roles that we've had from running the discipleship school one year and serving with outreach. Both Ashley and I have spent time serving in our Christian school at different capacities. And uh, we were invited to come and lead our children's ministry. And we saw God do an amazing work through that, growing a team, running a home group for young families and uh, and, and leading some outreaches through our open crowd festivals in our community. Uh, and then at the right time, about five years ago, we were invited to step into a role in Bonacord. And for us, that was the perfect opportunity to utilize what we believe God's gifts in us were of being apostolic and encouragement and teaching, shepherding, this sort of unique mix that Ashley and I have. We're, we were invited to come and utilize those gifts in Bonacore. What was really interesting, though, was not knowing the plan of the Lord. We thought, great, we'll go out there for six to nine months and, you know, just bring some support to the community there and the congregation of God's people. But it was not long uh, before we fell deeply in love with the, the story there and the people of God there. It wasn't long after arriving that we knew we needed to be faithful, uh, faithful servants of, of God in Bonacord. And for us, it, it didn't matter where we are planted. It was always about being faithful to God and his people. And so we began a journey for five years, um, doing the best we could to, to serve God's people there and love that community and, and bring hope and healing to God's people and, and grow a story, a, a kingdom story there. And we've been honored to be a part of uh, serving in Bonacord because we've seen God move. Um, really reaching out to, at one point, 95 people um, fitting into the congregation there and, and to see the, the touch points into our local school and into our community. We've just had such a, a privilege serving God in so many different ways with the Father's house. 
it was about 12 months ago that Ashley and I began to feel a sense of God's leading again. And, and we've been in this place before and we, we know that feeling. And so we have been praying and discerning for a good 12 months uh, since last summer of what it is that the Spirit is saying and realizing that there was this sort of gentle invitation for God that God was giving to us to sort of, I don't know what the right language is, but to kind of just to let go. There was a season in letting go because God had done a work through us and that the mission he had called us to was coming to a completion. And we began to pray and discern that. And so early February, we approached Pastor Greg and Betty and said, Pastor Greg and Betty, this is where we're at. This is what we're feeling. Um, We are feeling a sense of transition coming. Can we pray together and work that out? This has nothing to do with the church or a feeling of being disgruntled. We, We just felt like the Spirit of God was beginning to call us, and we were like, how do we do this? So we really wanted to patiently walk that out. So meeting with Pastor Greg and Betty, we began to pray together, and there was, I guess, sense of excitement. You know, always in the kingdom when God's leading, there was a sense of excitement. And we approached the, the leadership of the church and shared the story. And there was a lot of encouragement and, and really unity in that this is what the Lord was saying. And then COVID-19 happened. And uh, we had some ideas about how we might walk this transition out. Um, but, you know, this is our reality right now. And so in light of us communicating transition and, and walking in faith and putting our life on the table and saying, God, what does your kingdom look like for us? And how do we be faithful to that? In this season, it felt right to uh, call the leadership and invite them to allow us to transition. Um, Rather than us sort of sitting around waiting for this to happen. And we just knew that God, this was the time. Um, The time of the Lord was for us to begin to let that go and move into a new season of um, trusting in a different way and And so for us, it means a transition from our role in Bonacord and our role within the staff of the Father's house after 10 years. And uh, so this is the season that we're entering into and and change. Change is coming and it is unsettling. But because the Lord has spoken to us, not only through our spirit, through the unity of the leadership and the unity of this church, but also through some people's dreams that have been shared with us. There have been several ways in which we have felt the confirmation and the peace of God to begin to step away and release uh, the story of Bonacord and to move into something new and enter into a season of Sabbath for a short time. And the landscape around us is such that God is allowing that to happen, that we are being provided for. God is faithful. God is good. And all that he has spoken is coming to fruition in our hearts. And so we confidently trust that he is leading us So for us today, we wanted to share with you, church, that we are transitioning away from our current role and our current place in Bonacord with serving in that community and on staff at the Father's house. But it certainly doesn't change who we are. There's Maddie and Ashley Coppin who love Jesus and love each and every one of you. And we have just enjoyed the 10 years of service here in this capacity But that doesn't change who we are. We still look forward to what God has for us in your midst and in a new story and a new mission that God will call us to. So I'll give it to Ash for a minute to just share. Yeah, I just, uh, again, want to just say thank you to Pastor Greg and Betty. And um, as I was reflecting, uh, you know, we were just so... I'm just so thankful for our church family and um, the people in Bonacourt, you know, um, 
just such amazing people who just embraced us. And uh, yeah, it's just been such a privilege and an honor to serve there and to grow and to walk with each of you. And so I just want to say thank you. And um, yeah, that we love you so much. And um, yeah, I just want to honor our children and the walk that they've been on with us in all these years. I'm really thankful for that. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I, I just want to speak for a moment to the Bon Accord Church family, just such a faithful, wonderful, amazing group of people. And, you know, we've, we've been on this journey with Maddie and I have been talking for many, many months because this has been a journey for a long time. Just so um, grateful for Maddie and Ashley, first and foremost. You guys are amazing people. Like I, you're heroes to me in the faith and um, your willingness to desire to live, you know, enter in and say, we want to stay true to the, the roots that we've always lived by, which is by faith. And so, you know, we uh, moved Maddie and Ashley to a layoff, but we couldn't communicate it because of COVID happened. We were trying to have a plan to walk together with uh, the church family in Bon Accord and we're just like, okay, well, right now we just need to kind of settle and let this be as it is. And they have just continued to serve uh, faithfully as pastors in Bon Accord. And you guys didn't even know that they weren't working for the church. They've been, you know, just doing their role as pastors, which just speaks of their incredible love for you and incredible love for God. And I, you know, and honestly, I know that this is a difficult moment for many of you in Bon Accord. And I want you to know that we love you. We are going to walk with you together with Maddie and Ashley to discern God's will and plan going forward. And, uh, you know, we've been praying and praying and praying uh, for not only for Maddie and Ashley, but for you. And, uh, you know, God is, is good. He is good in the midst of difficult changes. And uh, I just want you to know that. And uh, we're going to have time to celebrate Maddie and Ashley later when we're back together just so you know, we're not going to forget. And, uh, and we're just so grateful to them. Make sure you encourage them and love on them. But can I pray for you and pray for the Bonacore Church family? Yeah, thank you, Pastor Greg, and thank you, church family. We love this church, and we've been honored to serve here, so we would love your prayer. Amen. Let's pray together, church. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I, I stand amongst uh, heroes to me, in, uh, not only in Maddie and Ashley. Lord, I love them. I, I love this couple, Lord. I love their children, and I believe for exciting and incredible things for their future, Lord. I, I, I don't know how we're going to be part of it, but I believe we're going to be part of that story, Lord. And I'm just so excited to see what your kingdom will look like as lived out in the Coppin family. I bless them, Father God, with peace. I bless them with confidence. I bless them with provision and, and the power and the presence of the Spirit of God upon them, Father God. Lord, we bless the church family together in Bon Accord. You are loved. You are an incredible church family, and we know that God's story in Bon Accord is not done. And uh, we're very excited to see what the Holy Spirit and what the Lord has for your future. God bless you. Thank you, Coppins, for your time here and uh, we'll celebrate you a little bit more later more appropriately <laughs> thanks pastor greg and thank you church
That's some big news, church, but there's other changes that we need to make you aware of as well. And uh, I just want you to know that the, the entire staff in the school and in the church has all taken pay cuts at this time. Uh, we've uh, uh, had to lay off Pastor Naomi for this season just until things are back to going in our children's ministry. So, uh, you know, I think I just want to say thank you to Naomi and Matt. I know that they're uh, just uh, enjoying their t- family time together. Continue to pray for them. We're just so grateful for their hearts and willingness to serve the church in this way. Um, Dawn has been laid off as well from the Christian school. And so we want you to be aware. Just be praying for the Ionides family. And until school's back in, and then she'll be back working again. But we've, uh, we've also had to uh, lay off permanently our custodian, Willie. Willie goes to our church. He's just been such a great servant. We're so thankful for you, Willie. Uh, so grateful for all your hard work, and uh, we know that you're still working in all your jobs. I think he has three other jobs, so it wasn't a big uh, distress for him to not be working as our custodian, but we're very grateful for him. Kim, our assistant manager in Higher Grounds, has also been permanently laid off as well, and we're just very thankful for Kim and, and for her family. We bless them and pray that all things are going well for them. But probably a biggest uh, change that I wanted to share with you, another big change, can you believe it, um, we, we have two staff members in our church family that uh, you all know, Pastor Rick and Pastor, Pastor Liz. And uh, for the last several years, Pastor Rick and Liz have been in our church family and have served in many different various roles and capacities. And, uh, you know, they've uh, often transitioned from one area to another and been serving. Currently, Pastor Liz, of course, has been serving at Higher Grounds Cafe, and Pastor Rick has been uh, doing the worship and uh, different parts of media and different things within our church. It, for most of you that don't know, uh, both Pastor Rick and Liz years ago ran a non-for-profit cafe when they were in a ministry in the States. And so th- that was part of their journey and part of their life. And uh, an interesting thing about Pastor Rick as well is that most of you probably don't know this. He actually used to manage Starbucks companies. And so different uh, places of, of where he would work would be... Uh, as the manager of a Starbucks. And so in talking with Pastor uh, Liz and with Pastor Rick, it's just become really apparent right now that um, Liz is really looking forward to being able to take a break. And she has been working so hard at Higher Grounds and uh, working with all the people there and working within our community. And so we have approached Pastor Rick and he has graciously said, you know what, I will transition my current role that I'm doing in the church right now, and I will take on a new role. And so Pastor Rick's new role is going to be the community pastor and uh, really working with our, as a cafe manager and food services. He's going to work helping us to lead higher grounds now and as well running all the food services within the new church building. And so this is a passion for Rick. This is something that uh, we've noticed in his life for many years. And so we're really excited by that. And for those of you that are concerned about what's happening with Pastor Liz, don't worry. She's still going to be helping at higher grounds and telling Rick everything he needs to do. So we're very grateful for this family and their willingness to step into a new role. Pastor Peter at this time is just going to continue to uh, work in church management and discipleship and equipping and helping the staff as they make transitions. Uh, The next big change, obviously, you're wondering who's going to be picking up what Rick was doing. Uh, a lot of it is going to fall on Pastor Tyler. He's now going to move to creative arts and young adult pastor. And that means that all things m- digital, all things in the media realm, 
uh, you know, he's just been doing such a great job in, in navigating us through this COVID crisis and, and being able to deliver and put together these packages. We're very excited that he's going to do that. In terms of worship, uh, he's going to be working. Lorraine Demers is going to come kind of as a mentor and, and helping put together uh, worship teams getting ready for the new church as well. And uh, most of you don't know this, but Lorraine back in, she's kind of our Swiss Army knife. You just, whatever you need to do, you just, you, you pull out the Lorraine Swiss Army knife and you, you got a, a new weapon in your hand. And she used to actually lead the worship teams in Fort McMurray. So she's going to come alongside of Tyler and help us to, to work on that area. You say, what's happening with youth? Well, believe it or not, we have three amazing young interns that we've been training for a while now that are going to take over and really kind of manage uh, youth and young adults along with Tyler's mentorship and some of the other staff are going to be working alongside of them. So I want to just commend Mitchell and Cole and Skyler uh, for their willingness to step in, to step up, to, to lead these ministries and alongside working under uh, Pastor Tyler. It's just so exciting that we have this team that is willing to do all these things. Michaela is going to continue to uh, provide pastoral uh, support for the pastor in her administration role of all three sites. And the custodial duties, actually, that Willie's left, Michaela's picked that up, and she's doing just step in and wherever needs to be done. We're very grateful for her. I, myself, I'm just going to take a vacation for a while and do nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to just continue to kind of do my role of leading. You're going to see me preaching probably more because I want to be able to pull that off of the rest of our staff um, in order that they can begin to shift into their new roles and new positions and get ready for our church transition. So you're probably going to be putting up with me preaching a little bit more in the near future here. We want to just also acknowledge and thank Selmara for her amazing bookkeeping and finding and navigating uh, our finances during this crisis. Uh, you know, our, uh, our deacons, uh, Richard Hemshoot, has just been amazing. Uh, thank God he retired because we've pretty well put him to work full-time here at the church, helping us through with our finances. Dr. Namera, uh, you know, she just does so many things for counseling and, and different areas. We're just so grateful for her life. Pastor Candace is also going to continue to work at the Rochester site. And uh, the last thing I just want to say to the entire Bonacore Church family that we are going to be praying with you and uh, just discerning God's will and direction as we go forward with what's happening in Bonacore. Those are the many changes. You know, I just want you to know that in the midst of great change, God is good. You know, one of our temptations, church, um, is that when we're going through trials, when we're going through tests, when we're going through change, we can question the goodness of God. But I want you to know that God's will is always good. And uh, everything that he does is good. And it's for our good. And even in the moments when it seems painful, it's you need to understand that it works out to be good because our God is good. You know, I want to just challenge you and leave you with a few questions uh, from today and all that you've heard today. You know, one of the ways in which that we can walk through changes in our life is to ask ourselves a few questions. And so I'm going to leave you with a couple questions to ponder right now as you reflect on everything you've heard today. You know, what are some of the constants in your life? What are some of the things that don't really change a lot? 
you know, obviously God is on the top of the list there, but for many of you, you can write down a lot of other things. You know, what I really want you to do is, what are, is really ask this question, what are you thankful for today? You know, when you start to look at your life, there are things that you can anchor yourself to and say, you know what? Thank God I have a home. Thank God I have a family. Thank God I, and you can go through the list. I just really want to challenge you to look at some of those constants in the midst of everything seeming shaking and changing. There are things in your life that are constant and I want you to celebrate those things. The second question I want you to really ponder is what is my attitude in the midst of the changes that I'm facing right now? You know, when I go through changes, it, it usually brings out attitude in me. And, uh, you know, God wants us to recognize that attitude and begin to say, how do I position myself to properly walk through this? I was on the Facebook page the other day and December Brown uh, had written this or posted this. And she's a member of our church family, for those of you who know December. Although it's difficult, this is the quote, uh, train your mind to see the good in everything. Positivity is a choice. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. I thought that was a great quote. Thanks, December, for posting that. You know, and I, I just really want you to, you know, in the, these kind of moments to really ask the question about attitude. What is my attitude during these times of change? Because change is here to stay, you guys. And God wants us to have a positive attitude even in the midst of questions and thoughts. So finding those anchor points is clear and, and very important. The last question I want you to really think and ask yourself is, Am I building my life upon the rock that is Jesus Christ, the unchanging God, or am I building my life upon sinking sand? This is a hard question. <laughs> this is a question of examine. And you're saying, Lord, you know what? I, I just feel unstable, and maybe it's time to shift my life to a new foundation, a better foundation. And I want to challenge you that if you will put that foundation, build upon the foundation of Jesus Christ, that your life will stabilize like you have never dreamed possible, even in the midst of all the crisis that we're going through right now in this world. Let me close in prayer. And uh, I just really want to pray through some of the names of God as we anchor ourselves to the God who is unchanging and help find stability in the midst of difficult and changing times. Father, we just thank you that you have given us Jesus Christ who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you that Jesus Christ, Father God, is the chief cornerstone of our lives. And he is an immovable stone, Lord God. He is a stone that we can build our lives upon. God, we are so grateful to you that you are the stronghold of our lives in times of trouble. And that we can trust you because you are the great and awesome and mighty God. And I'm so grateful that our, our lives can be anchored and built upon you. God, thank you that you are our helper. You are our comforter. You are our wisdom. You are our joy. You are our peace. You are our purpose. You are all that we need in these times and in these moments. I bless this church family with your presence, Father God. I bless the church in Bonacord. I bless the church in Rochester, the church in Mournville. May every life, every heart, every mind be anchored to the reality of your grace, your goodness, your power, your presence. 
and the great purposes that we discover even in the midst of these changing times. We give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you all the glory, for you are a good, good Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you, church. You are loved. We are here with you. Have a great week.